Welcome to Get Connected. Got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking all about uh, connected things, wearable tech, connected cars. And later on, we'll also be talking with tech personality Mark Salzman. On the line right now, we've got Jay Gerard. He's the CEO and co-founder of Mojo. Thanks for uh, coming on the line today, Jay. Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, I want the listeners to understand what Mojo is all about. Uh, it's about connecting cars. Yeah, that's it exactly. It's really about taking all of the cars on the road and all of the intelligence that are built into these cars and making that intelligence available to their owners via apps on your smartphone. And and what kind of cars would this work in? Actually, you know, it works with almost every car on the road today. There's an international standard called OBD2. It's the diagnostic port that mechanics use to read data from your car when there's something wrong with the engine. And we have a cellular device that unlocks that data, uh, and this device is compatible with every car after 1995. That's pretty cool. Is it uh, difficult to install this? Would you have to have a mechanic install it, or can uh, anyone do this? Yeah, absolutely anyone can do it. It's as easy as plugging a hairdryer into the wall, and there's a port just under your steering column. Uh, in almost every case, it's really easy to find, and you just push it right on, and it wakes up and connects live to the Internet right away. And, and what kind of, so that you're saying this works with uh, the smartphones out in the market uh, right now? Yeah, we're developing apps for Android and iOS, and we have an open platform for app developers around the world to build apps that are uh, web-based. They can build Windows apps. They can build Android apps, whatever they want. We really uh, put the data from your car in the cloud and then make that data, we abstract it away to make it really easy, common programming languages for app developers to write um, car-connected uh, Internet-based applications. Jay, I think a lot of people are probably wondering why their cars need to be connected to the Internet. What are the kind of benefits you can get from doing that? That's the key question. You know, a lot of people can get caught up in the tech nowadays, but really, what's it going to do for me? So um, there's a lot of cases. Uh, you could be a road warrior, so we would classify that as somebody who's a sales rep. They make a lot of different shops every day. They are tracking their, their mileage reporting for the IRS, or they're tracking it for their boss to get reimbursed. And it's, and it's cumbersome. It's difficult to remember to write down all your mileage and try to get your money back on your gas cost. So Mojo uh, automates all that mileage tracking for you and puts the data anywhere you want it. Um, there's other cases where you might be worried about how your teenage son or daughter is driving your car on weekends or you're tired of waking up on Monday morning and the gas tank is empty because they didn't put gas in it the night before. And Mojo manages your fuel costs. You can see your gas mileage as they drive. You can see if they're speeding or driving too far. Uh, and so you can get peace of mind around your family borrowing your car. There's uh, quite a few applications for this, really. The, the list just goes on and on. Diagnostics is a big one, of course. A lot of people want to know if they're being ripped off by the mechanic, and they want to know what's really going on under the hood. What kind of cost are we looking at here? Uh, well, the Mojo device is a 3G GPS and accelerometer-powered device. It's $149, and it comes with a year of service on the carrier networks in the U.S., and it's 159 in Canada. So this is a, a permanently connected experience that you have between your phone and your car from anywhere in the world because it's over the Internet. And we include those Internet costs in the uh, cost of the device. And, and after the year, uh, I guess there's a monthly subscription fee? Yeah, there's going to be a fee that will be uh, substantially lower than $10 a month. And we're looking at a lot of ways to have that fee go away so that really there's no continuing ongoing cost to have your phone be connected to your car. But the key thing about Mojo is that because we're an open platform, we have well over 100 companies and app developers building apps that you'll be able to browse and download to your phone that connect you to your car for a much wider variety of use cases than I just described. So there's this ever-increasing value of apps 
allowing you to personalize your connected driving experience. And uh, where do people actually get this? Uh, do they Can they go to a retailer? Is it an online thing? Uh, it's available at, uh, on our website at moj.io, and we're going to be making it available online on a number of other um, technology stores, as well as uh, through other partners in the very near future. Very cool. And the website address? It's moj.io. Very cool. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jay. Great, guys. Thank you very much. That was Jay Gerard. He's CEO and co-founder of Mojo, a little device that makes your car connected. I like the fact that you can put this in any car and, and make it connected. Well, like, exactly. Like We know that the car is really the last frontier that's um, going to get connected to the Internet. And the benefit of this is that you actually don't need to buy a new car. You can use your pre-existing car. I think he said anything from 1995 and up you can use and, and connect to it. And then suddenly... You have a connected car. It's like the last frontier. It's kind of cool. I could totally see you using this, Mike. <laughs> it, it does actually sound cool. Um, I know that little port. Uh, we've looked at other devices that plug into that as well. But I like the fact that this is kind of an open uh, development kit as well so that anyone can make apps for it and, and really take advantage of it. And, we, and we've been seeing that same kind of thing happen in like the wearable tech industry where they're opening it up so that if an uh, app developer has a great idea for an app, they can develop it and then make, make some money. And, of course, Mojo is going to like that, too, because they want to create an ecosystem around that device and these connected cars. Kind of cool, though, for parents as well. I mean, you could put this in the car, and it basically, you know, if, if you've got teenagers driving your car, uh, can basically tell you what's going on. That's really interesting. If they're Teenagers speeding, must hate this thing. Oh, well, I, I can totally see teenagers yeah. not liking this. But if they're speeding, you're going to get those notifications. If... Uh, They've been using a lot of gas. You'll also get that information. So I think this is something that uh, parents will definitely want to put in their call. And the, the price point's actually really good. It is. Uh, what did it say? 169 bucks here in Canada? Because we've looked at other diagnostic little things you can plug into that computer port on your car. And those things are like 100 to 150 bucks, but they don't have the con connectivity that this does. Exactly. And the fact that you don't actually have to buy a new car. You can just use your old car, and then suddenly you're connected to the Internet. It's, I think this, this is really going to take off, this type of things, because... Uh, Everything is connected to the internet. We know our smart homes are is a big theme going on this year. But uh, the cars, if they could do that, that'd be cool if you could also tell you if there's traffic and maybe give you suggestions on uh, alternate routes as well. What's the uh, contest this week, Andy? We've got a great contest. We're going to give away a piece of wearable tech. It's called the Meal Link. And we're going to be speaking to them a little later on the show. But basically what it is, it's a little strap that you wear on your wrist, and it can measure your heartbeat. And then from there, it goes into an app. So it gives you real-time heartbeat analysis that's actually very, very accurate. They're using some technology. I believe it's from Philips inside here. So if you're a runner, you could use this with your popular, famous uh, running apps and also get your heartbeat. So you can see if you're training too hard, too little, or to get in a certain uh, interval training zone as well. So go to our website to enter www.getconnectedmedia.com and hit on the contest tab to enter and win the Meal Link Heart Rate Band. Our new website's up and going. Yes, you like it? Yeah, it's got a, a good look to it, but it's got a, a lot of our great content up there. I think it's going to be uh, easier for uh, uh, visitors to, to find. Yeah, one thing we wanted to do was put more of the videos because we're producing so many different videos for the television show yeah. that we wanted to make sure that people could find those videos on our website. Of course, you can go to our YouTube channel, Get Connected TV Show is the channel name, but now you can get all those videos right on our website. When we come back from the break... 
we're going to be talking with Liz Dickinson. She is uh, one of the founders and CEO of uh, Mio. It's uh, wearable tech, something you can wear around your wrist and uh, get uh, all that great information beamed right to your smartphone. Of course, as you were saying, Andy, we're giving one away. As That's well. right. Yep. Uh, you can get uh, to the contest page at getconnectedmedia.com. So you'll definitely want to check that out. Of course, also uh, later on the hour, we've got some more guests. Uh, Dr. Jesse Goodman, founder of iHeart, and later Mark Salzman and Christina with App of the Week. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Lots to talk about in today's show. Stay tuned later on. We'll have Mark Salzman on talking about tech trends. And we'll also have Christina Stoyanova with App of the Week. Right now, though, we uh, are talking wearable technology, a category that is just exploding uh, as, as we speak. We're seeing more and more of these devices that you can wear around your wrist, around your chest, uh, everywhere, really, that uh, gives you information back to uh, uh, things like your smartphone. On the line right now, we've got Liz Dickinson. She's the founder and CEO of Mio. Thanks for coming on the line, Liz. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Tell us, uh, first of all, what Mio is. What's Mio all about? Mio is the world's first continuous heart rate monitor that works accurately at the wrist, even at performance uh, sporting speeds without needing to use a chest strap, which is really breakthrough technology because that hasn't uh, been possible before uh, we put our product on the market. Very cool. I, I've actually tried those chest strap type devices out before. Um, I mean, cool that you could get that information, but it wasn't the most comfortable thing to wear. No, and the, the odd thing is it hasn't changed its form factor since it was introduced in 1976. Really? <laughs> so how, how did you get this technology down into uh, wrist size and still remain accurate? Uh, it was really a challenge. Um, we worked with the uh, research labs at Philips Electronics in the Netherlands because uh, they had some really uh, unique competencies that we thought would be very important in uh, ultimately being able to deliver the product. So it was really a joint development project. And um, what we brought to the table then, of course, was our ability to implement the hardware and the uh, as the manufacturing expertise. And it was really a, it was about a two-year project. It wasn't easy, and it was not cheap. <laughs> no, I can I can imagine. So you've you've got a couple devices uh, out on the market now. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Sure. So the flagship product, which we released in, uh, started shipping actually in small quantities in uh, the at the end of 2012, is called the Mio Alpha. And uh, the great thing about the Alpha is that it's a sort of a companion for your smartphone because most people today, actually 30% of people that exercise, actually choose to exercise with an app on their smartphone. So, for example, one of the apps would be Wahoo Fitness or Map My Run or, you know, those kinds of um, apps. And they can do a great job telling you how far you've gone or where you've gone or how long it took you. But one thing they can't do is tell you your heart rate. And where we come in is we have this fantastic, unobtrusive piece of, you know, watch-type hardware that's really good-looking. You put it on your wrist and it can connect and send your heart rate to those apps. Now, all of a sudden, the, meaning, the data that you're getting from those apps is significantly more meaningful. 
So that uh, that was the first product, um, followed up by a second product, which uh, only has the zones that it displays. It's called the Mio Link, but it's at a much lower price point, and it's really meant to uh, connect to the phone. But also what's cool about the Mio Link is it connects to your existing environment of fitness devices. So if you have a Garmin sport watch, for example, the Mio Link completely replaces the Garmin chest strap, just sits on your wrist and transmits an accurate heart rate and just shows up automatically on your Garmin or your Sinto or your bike computer. So those are a couple of cool products that that you can find today actually at the Apple Store. You guys are Vancouver-based? We are. How's that uh, like competing uh, in this wearable fitness and and tech uh, arena right now? You know, I got to say that it's actually not difficult from a business perspective because the types of people that work in Vancouver want to stay in Vancouver and they tend to, you know, be uh, consultants and contractors and there's a, a really a large pool of exceptional talent that you can draw from here in Vancouver. And Vancouver is quite a little bit of a tech hub. There's a number of wearable technology companies that are in Vancouver. So, you know, we kind of feel right at home uh, in Vancouver. It's been actually a terrific place to to build our business. And, and from your perspective, has the market grown significantly over the past couple of years? Unbelievably. Uh, and it's not a fervor that is not supported by actual requirement. What we're seeing here is a real demand by consumers. It's, it's a latent demand, and products like the Neo are really fulfilling a need people have long had to want to quantify, record, analyze, engage, and basically just become much more aware of their fitness and the things that they need to do to optimize it. So we've seen just an unbelievable uptake in our product. Well, it's interesting how many different uh, companies are are, are trying to get into this area now. We're seeing some of the big guys as well, um, you know, like the Samsungs and, you know, we're even hearing rumors of Apple. Like, how do you compete against guys like those? Well, it's like anything in life. You get really, really good at a particular vertical market or a particular niche, and you create products for those people. And, you know, there's six billion people or so in the world. And if you have a real strong focus for a particular kind of consumer, you can build a really nice business. So um, we focus on the athletic consumer. And there's no way that I can see a Samsung or an Apple actually integrating the types of hardware that's going to be required for those products to really work properly for fitness. Um, so I think that they serve a great purpose, those other watches, but I don't think they're going to be sport watches. So I, I'm not particularly threatened by those uh, by those competitors coming into the market. You're one of the founders of the company? I am actually the founder. The founder. What What made you decide to start this company? It was really an unserved demand. It was looking around, and I have quite an entrepreneurial nature, and I looked around and I looked at this chest strap that my personal trainer had asked me to put on and put water on so that it conducted properly, and I had to pull my shirt up to put it on, and I just thought, this is horrific. And, I mean, surely we should be able to do better than this today with today's technology. So I just started looking into it, and I found, honestly, that that was best in class. And still, even today, last year, there were 12 million chest straps that were delivered. So I thought, this is a business opportunity. (laughs) So I just started to look into how I might be able to build one, and I actually created a prototype, and I took it to a trade show at... um, 
uh, in the States, and I got such positive feedback that I realized that I really could build a business around this, and so that's what I did. I find that interesting. Have you had any experience before building any type of hardware like that? No, none. <laughs> so none, how did you figure actually. that all out? <laughs> Pardon me? How did you figure that all out? Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, it wasn't easy. It took. It was a bit uh, challenging, and uh, certainly I had to uh, outsource a lot of the expertise and, and bring in a lot of people that knew various parts of the business. But, you know, I think it's like anything. If you have a vision for something, you can pull together the right team and you can make it happen. Liz, I'm like one of your biggest fans. I've been using the Meal Alpha ever since it came out. I know you know this as well, but it has changed it because I've always wanted to exercise, but having that data constantly makes me want to to stay on it because I'm like, hey, I'm making progress. I have empirical evidence that shows that I am getting fitter and it actually will keep people um, locked into their exercise programs. Yes, I agree with that 100%. And what's really great is you can do a simple test um, you know, exercise for one minute and look at how fast your heart rate decelerates and you can actually see how fit you are. And that is a great benchmark because you can always see that you're, you are progressing. There's so many cool things you can do with heart rate. And, and the, the beauty of it all, especially with the Meal Alpha, it's just it's like a normal watch. To get your heart rate, it's just like looking at for the time, basically. Yeah. So as I'm running, I just take a quick glance. I'll be like, oh, you know what? Um, I'm in the, the right zone, basically, for training. And I, it's really changed everything. There's few tech products that I use on a daily basis, but the Meal Alpha, every morning, I use it uh, when I go running. Do you work for them now? <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> I was skeptical. I'll have to say, I, I tested the, the heart rate against like the elliptical machines at the, the gym, yeah. and it is mm-hmm. very, very accurate. Um, I'm just amazed at how you were able to do that. Is then you look at something like Samsung with their Galaxy S5. They have a heart rate yeah. monitor, but it only tells you at, at one point in time. It's not continuous, so it's, mm-hmm. it's really a gimmick if you think if about you, it. What if you like get some duct tape and put it on your wrist that. <laughs> no, no. It, it, the technology behind this this watch is is frankly quite amazing that how it works i, I just absolutely love your product liz thank you liz uh, that's where, great where can people find out more information about uh mio uh our website meoglobal.com very cool well uh, best of luck uh with uh the watches Thank you so much, and thanks for uh, uh, talking with me today. That was Liz uh, Dickinson. She's the CEO and co-founder of uh, Mio, uh, a great little uh, device to measure your heart rate and uh, keep you uh, in fitness. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back shortly after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo with Andy Brar in studio. You'll want to stay tuned for the rest of the show. We'll also be talking with Mark Salzman about the latest tech trends and Christina Stoyanova with App of the Week. Well, how old are you really? Obviously, we can look at our driver's licenses and (laughs) figure that out pretty quickly. But what about our physiological age? On the line right now, I've got Dr. Jesse Goodman. And uh, he's got a device that's coming out called the uh, iHeart that can uh, actually give you an accurate... uh, reading on, uh, I guess, uh, your overall health level. Thanks for joining us on the show today, uh, Dr. Goodman. Mike, it's a pleasure to be here. So can you explain to our listeners uh, what your little device is all about? I I find it fascinating. Well, maybe I could uh, ask you to help me out with that. Okay. What do you think keeps you alive? Uh, Food. (laughs) (laughs) And oxygen. That's right. And what helps you take that food and take the oxygen that passes through your lungs and use that to maintain life. It's your organs. Yes. It's your heart and lungs. Yep. It's your liver, intestines, kidney, and so forth. 
all of those organs each have their own function in terms of helping you maintain life and stay in a healthy, energetic fashion. What the iHeart Physiological Age Monitor does is measure using your pulse signal and a 30-second test how stiff you are internally. It measures aortic stiffness. The aorta is the body's largest blood vessel. It travels from the heart down through the abdomen. The stiffer the aorta, the more likely you are to have heart disease and the more likely you are to die of all causes. And this has been shown not just in one or two articles in the scientific literature, but in hundreds of articles. Aortic stiffness is probably the most effective way to predict if you're going to have heart problems and to judge your overall health. And so Why isn't, isn't it being used more often? It's pretty difficult to get it using conventional ways. But the iHeart uses the pulse signal to find out what your aortic stiffness is. So this is like a, a little device, and you, know, you can go up to the, uh, I believe your website, I think it's iHeartAlive.com, and you basically put your finger in it, and this device can actually measure that? Absolutely. The shape of your pulse signal depends on how stiff your aorta is. It's not that difficult to understand. Every time your heart beats, a wave is sent down all the arteries of the body, up into the neck, down the arms, and down the aorta. When this wave gets to the bottom of the aorta, at the bottom of the tummy, it's reflected back up. The aorta gets a little bit tighter, a little bit stiffer, the aorta branches, and a wave reflects back up towards the heart. This wave gets back to the heart in a young person just as the heart goes from its contraction to relaxation phase. It then induces flow of blood into the coronary, coronary arteries that feed the heart muscle while the heart is relaxing. It's a really good physiological mechanism. It's great engineering. However, as you get older, the aorta stiffens as all parts of the body start to get stiffer and tighter. And basic physics says waves travel faster in a stiffer medium. So down goes the wave when the heart beats. Up it goes, reflected back to the heart, both traveling more quickly than in a young person. That wave gets back to the heart while the st heart is still in its contraction phase. It's getting there sooner. So the outgoing flow of blood has to fight against the returning wave, makes the heart muscle weaker over the long term. Peak pressures are higher, and that's why people get hypertension. And when the heart does relax, there's less movement of blood into the coronary arteries feeding the heart muscle. So the shape of the pulse is determined by when that reflected wave comes back. And we can see that in the fingertip uh, arterial pulse wave. That arterial pulse wave is sensed with an oximeter. It's an optical sensor on your finger and sent wirelessly to an iPad or iPhone. It's really clear. It's really easy. We show the pulse wave. We really don't hide anything, and it's an understandable way of determining how stiff you are internally, how well your organs are doing, and if you start exercising, eating a better diet, managing stress better, your aortic stiffness is going to improve. And this, again, is shown in many scientific studies. Well, that's kind of interesting because, Mike, like, say you're about to start an exercise regime, you could, you could check what your heart, your physiological age is. With get, the, get a baseline, yeah? Yeah, and then you start exercising, and you can see like, actual like, tangible evidence um, that you're getting uh, more fitter. I think that's pretty cool. How does it, what, what kind of data goes into the uh, iPad app, Dr. Goodman? 
Well, the, the oximeter, the instrument on the finger, is custom-made. It's the highest sampling rate, highest resolution oximeter sold commercially in the world. It samples your pulse signal 200 times a second at 20 bits resolution, much higher than anything else you can get out there. And so this isn't something you just you know put your finger in there and do once. This is something that you can actually do on a daily basis to really uh, get an understanding of what your health level is at. Well, that, that's exactly what we're hoping. We want people to understand how powerful they are to influence health and to see right before their eyes the benefits of exercising, eating a better diet, stress reduction, and so forth. Even eating a bit of garlic, that's been shown in the scientific literature to improve aortic stiffness, believe it or not. You lose a few friends along the way. With your <laughs> <breath>. uh-huh. <laughs> That's okay. My, uh, my friends all love garlic. <laughs> so uh, what kind of price are we looking at, and uh, when is this launching? It's going to be sold full retail for $149.99, but during our Indiegogo campaign, which is going to start up in a little over a month, we're going to be offering it to people at a super special price of $99.99. And uh, will that be launching uh, in the coming months? Absolutely. Uh, look forward in, a, in about one to one and a half months from now. Indiegogo, I Heart Alive. Very cool. Thanks for joining us on the show, uh, Dr. Goodman. Uh, fascinating technology. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, listening to the interview and seeing how well it spreads the word. That was Dr. Jesse Goodman, founder of iHeart. So you can find out more information about the device at iHeartAlive.com. When we come back from the break, Tech guru Mark Salzman. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back shortly after this. Back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar, broadcasting live across the Chorus Network. On the line right now, we've got tech god Mark Salzman. How you doing, Mark? <laughs> wow. Uh, I am even better now with that kind of introduction. But please, Mike, I've always bound down to you. To you and uh, and you and Andy, I, I, you you set the bar high. I try to do radio, but really, <laughs> thanks for the for having me on your show, guys. Really well, appreciate this, it. This better be a good segment. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, no pressure. Uh, I know uh, this is uh, you know back to school season. Uh, maybe we just could talk about some of the. Uh, uh, the gadgets and things and accessories that um, people are, are probably still shopping for uh, as we speak, especially here in uh, BC. Uh, talking about uh, you know back to school stuff, tablets uh, still seem to be a very big item. Yeah, so there you know there there's a lot to like about a touchscreen tablet. They're super thin and light, so you barely feel them in your backpack if you're a student. They you don't have to wait to boot them up. They've got a 10 hour battery. They're more conducive for reading, you know, like digital textbooks and, and other ebooks. Um, using your fingertips feels very intuitive. Uh, you know, so there's a lot to like. Buying software is cheap or even free. So there, there's a lot that tablets offer, and even the prices. Um, if, if you're okay with sort of a generic, no-name Android tab, then you're good to start at like 100 bucks for a 7-inch model. And then if you want a, a 10-inch tablet with some more premium components and, you know, faster processor, better-looking screen, um, maybe cellular connectivity, then obviously you're talking about a few hundred dollars, but still, you know, more affordable overall than a laptop. However, I would say that it, it does fall short in a couple of areas compared to a laptop, and especially from a student perspective. You know, they, they uh, don't have a physical keyboard, so that makes extensive note-taking and typing up essays and other assignments a bit of a pain. Uh, they have a smaller screen, as I mentioned, 7 to 10 inches, compared to a laptop's typical sort of 12 to 18 inches. So that's 
more real estate in which to see and manage your content, even multitasking. And then they also fall short a bit in the memory department. You get about 32 gigabytes of storage with an average tablet uh, uh, compared to, you know, well over 15 times that to start for a a laptop, usually 500 gigabytes and and up. So, you know, there's pros and cons for both, but I do think that uh, there's there's, there's two compromises as well. Uh, One is uh, two-in-one, which is, of course, the new breed of laptops that can transform into a tablet by twisting the screen around or detaching it altogether when you don't need the keyboard. Or if you love your iPad or other tablet, you can always pick up a wireless Bluetooth uh, keyboard for, you know, 40 bucks and up. That makes it feel like a tablet for extensive note-taking. So there's there's no shortage of options for today's students. What uh, accessories are you liking right now for tablets? Um, probably my favorite when it comes to adding a keyboard and other things to uh, a tablet is from Logitech, and it's called the Ultra Thin Keyboard Folio. It's kind of a three-in-one product. It's uh, a folio, uh, which is, of course, a case that wraps around your tablet, so protecting both the front and back. And it has sort of like a magnetic uh, closure sort of system. The second thing it does is prop up your tablet like a stand. So it's great for, you know, maybe you're Skyping or FaceTiming with mom and dad back at home while you're away at university um, or watch propping it up to watch a video. And then third and perhaps most importantly, it does have that Bluetooth keyboard with a really great battery. So it's all built in. You don't have to buy, of course, batteries and you get the cables in the, in the box to charge it up. But it lasts three to four months on a single charge. Some of them are even solar-powered. Built into the folio, there's a solar panel that uses light from inside of a, a dorm room or like a lamp or sunlight to power the keyboard. So they're pretty wild stuff. Multiple colors to choose from, 99 bucks. And if you don't have an iPad Air, which is the one that I use, uh, they also have versions for Android tablets and Windows as well. Talking about batteries, uh, you know, we're using tablets and smartphones. We a lot of times don't get through the, the day on a, a single charge. Uh, what are some battery backups you can recommend? Yeah, great question. So I think tablets are pretty good. As I mentioned earlier, that's, in my opinion, one of the benefits compared to a laptop that only lasts a couple hours. I know my iPad, I can squeeze almost 12 hours of battery. So because, of, you know, they, they typically have bigger batteries than a smartphone. So that's usually not an issue so much for tablets, but it still can be. But certainly smartphones, and especially iPhone. Um, the last three generations of iPhones, I think, uh, you know, by lunch, if you have all the wireless radios going and your screen, your screen isn't dimmed, by lunch you're looking at a 20% charge, which is frustrating, especially for an on-the-go student. So my probably my favorite um, portable battery solution is from a company called TP-Link, and it's called the Power Bank. And it's a, uh, for those geeks out there like me, it's a 10,400 milliamp battery. But in plain English, you can charge up a smartphone about five times. In fact, you can charge up two phones or two devices at the same time, including a tablet. Um, it has, it has two USB, uh, female ports and also a built-in flashlight. So if you have cables like me, like in my, the bottom of my backpack is sort of like this abyss. I don't even really know what's down there. I might find a sandwich from 2011. I don't know. But there's a, there's a flashlight at the end of this uh, battery pack that you can press and hold that uh, it's kind of not, not really a gimmick. It's just an added sort of thing. And it's about 59 bucks for this uh, product. Very cool. And uh, just a little bit of time left. Uh, what, what's must-have software for students? Uh, first thing comes to mind is Microsoft Office 365, the home edition, I think, rocks. It has all the programs that a student and, frankly, a family can use. So, of course, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, OneNote, Access, Publisher, 
Outlook for email and calendar, something I've been that I use to keep organized as a, as a journalist. But what I love about this new subscription model that that Microsoft has, instead of just buying it and installing it only on one machine, you can install Office 365 Home on up to five different PCs and Macs, and on up to five different tablets like iPads and Windows tablets. So that way, everybody in the family can have that uh, same software installed on their favorite device, and whenever somebody updates something, it's automatically synchronized over the cloud. You also get extra storage, uh, guys. You get, uh, instead of, you know, OneDrive, which is, you know, their their cloud storage, you get, if you don't have an account, uh, if you don't have this subscription, it's seven gigabytes of storage, which is okay, but you get a terabyte, a thousand, more than a thousand gigabytes of storage if you have Office 365 Home. And then you also, finally, you also get some extra Skype minutes. So, sure, you can call for free over video to another Skype user, but if you want to call a landline or a, a mobile phone, you get uh, up to 60 minutes for free per month. So that's my favorite productivity suite, Office, and it works with multiple platforms. Um, but there's also no shortage of great apps. Um, if your listeners want to hit me up on Twitter, happy to share some of my faves, uh, Mark underscore Saltzman. Promoting yourself already. <laughs> Can't help myself, guys. Mike, Andy, back me up here. Come on, I got a great. I know you got to make a living. It's all good. Yeah, I hope poor, you don't mind. Poor Mark Salzman. Uh, <laughs> I want to. I want to thank you uh, for coming on the show today. Uh, obviously, you've got the Twitter address. Any other places they can find you? Yeah, so I, I'm a freelancer, so I write for different publications. Twitter's probably best because I link to the different articles and videos that I do. So, if your listeners are on Twitter. Um, I'd be I'm easily found there. So thanks so much for having me, guys. Appreciate it. That was Mark Salzman, tech guru. You can see him all sorts of places, read him in newspapers. You can also see him on the Cineplex uh, movie screens as well. He's a handsome, handsome man. When we come back from the break, we're going to find out what the app of the week is with Christina. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to, by, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. We're back with Get Connected, my favorite time of the week, app of the week with Christina Stoinova. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Mike. What do we got to today? Uh, so it's the first week of school this week. Yep. The students are back. And for those first-year university students, panic is setting in, let me tell you. They've been to their classes for the first time already, and they're thinking, how am I going to learn all of this? So I have an app for Android users. Your son, Andrews, it's his first year at university this year. He might benefit from this. Yes. It's called G Flash Plus. And it's an app that actually gives you flashcards and tests. So you can create your own in a Google Doc and then download them to this app. And then you can run through flashcards on your phone. So kind of a, a study app. Yeah. To help make you smarter and remember things. Yes, that's the goal. So if you're sitting on the bus commuting to school or whatever, that's a good time to review some flashcards Especially those first year index courses, I find they're Did you heavy do that on in university? memorization. Um, well, I didn't have the joy of having a smartphone when I was in university. <laughs> Did they have computers back then? Shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, they were just getting computers in the universities when I was uh, I was a youngin. Uh, so, how much does this app cost? Uh, it's free, actually, on the Google Play Store. Free. It's free. And just for Android? It's just for Android. There are some uh, iPhone equivalents, but I actually really like this one because of the Google Docs integration. And Google Docs for listeners out there? Uh, it's basically Google's version of uh, the Microsoft Word suite, but it's all online, so you can manipulate it and share it. And that's actually the nice thing about 
these uh, G Flash Plus cards is that you can share them with your friends so you can all collaborate and create flash cards that, um, that everyone can review and help to create, etc. Very cool. And the name again, one more time. It's G Flash Plus. So it's G-F-L-A-S-H and then the little plus sign. Um, so yeah, it's on the Google Play Store for free. Very cool. Thank you very much. That was Christina Stoyanova with App of the Week. Andy, what is the contest one more time? We are giving away <clears throat> the Meal Link. This is a, a band that you basically wear on your wrist that will give you real-time heartbeat analysis straight to your smartphone. Just got to go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com to enter. And it also works with your favorite running apps as well. So you can see what you're training at um, while you're running, and you can get real-time heart rate analysis. I use it all the time. I absolutely love it. It's uh, something you definitely want to enter. Getconnectedmedia.com. Does, does not work with vampires? Uh, not yet. That's not the next, next update. <laughs> want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together, the Get Connected team, and, of course, uh, Andy Brar, my co-host and producer. Mike, Andy, and Christina logging off for Get Connected. We'll see you again next week.